Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, school believer. Attention, school believers. Grab your audience by the eyeballs with eye-catching logo animations. Give your brand the visual enhancement it needs to thrive in a digital world. Go to topbizdesigns.com where excellence meets design. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, Episode 8, The Great. That was dumb. Welcome to the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Scoob Believer, and welcome to another edition of the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. And it's me, DJ Scoob, <laughs> coming at you live with whatever device you happen to be listening to. Well, first of all, I actually wanted to say thank you. I wanted to say thank you very much for taking the time to listen to me and uh, hopefully learn something as you listen to my podcast today. And thank you for any support that you've given me in the past, present, and hopefully the future. So today we're actually talking to a lady who is a renovation specialist, and she specializes in home renovations and hotel guest rooms. And uh, this really is something very interesting to me because she really takes pride in the fact that she's female, but she's able to get into her construction work and be able to work just as hard as any male. So that's really nice. That's awesome. So uh, another thing that we're going on here is we want to listen to how she likes to try new things and explore new things and how she likes to really make people happy with her ability to change dreams into reality when it comes to people's home renovations. Also, she tells a great story about her father and her family and how she really tries to learn from her father, even though she was younger and she was female, she was actually able to start learning to work with her hands. And of course... Flow. Flow is actually something we talk about, and it's uh, it's definitely something that happens to me a lot when I'm doing my podcasts, when I'm actually getting into the recordings and getting into the editing. I kind of get into a state of mind where I kind of lose track of myself because I'm really into what I'm doing, so flow is definitely something to consider. Okay, so at this point, let's listen to the amazing Dr. Sahara. Salutations, Scoob Believers. This is DJ Scoob <laughs> coming at you with another great entrepreneur. Today we have Dr. Sahara. Say hi, Dr. Sahara. 
Hello. Hi, everyone. All right. So, Dr. Sahara, I have a very serious question to ask you, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you a school believer? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. I, I am. All right. I we am. have our next school believer. <laughs> yes. All right. Now, Dr. Sahara has a business and it qualifies. It's been under a year since he's had the business. So, Dr. Sahara, can you please tell me what your business is, how long it's been, and a little bit about yourself? Oh, great. Uh, my business is a renovation company. Uh, we specialize in home renovation and uh, hotel uh, guest rooms. The business is fairly new. It's been um, established a long time ago, but it, it has not, it, it's not, it wasn't registered or didn't have the license or any of that. We we're just going word to mouth and doing work and stuff like that. And you know, I did pretty well with a lot of help from a lot of friends. I did not do it on my own. I can't take credit for that. And I'm <laughs> grateful for all of them. Mm-hmm. Now uh, it's registered in um, Florida in uh, state. We did pretty well here. But um, if I say something about myself, it's uh, I've always had the uh, entrepreneur spirit. And I, I'll explain that very quickly. Just, uh, I like adventures. I like trying new things. I dive in and I've hit bottom so many times diving in. But um, that's, to me, that's that's kind of uh, the attitude that got me to be an in, in, uh, entrepreneur, you know, like be my own boss. And that's, you know, if you want me to talk more, I can say more, <laughs> but I think that's... <laughs> I, 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 th- hope that I think you pretty sufficient. much nailed it all there, Dr. Zara. Okay, good, good, <laughs> good. good. I'm glad. Um, one thing I want to say, though, is I'm really glad you you said the word adventure. Adventure is actually what I use to describe all of basically the adventures that we take in entrepreneurship, because it really is an adventure. It's it's ups, it's downs, it's trudging through jungles. It's It could be just about anything that we actually encounter. So I really appreciate you saying that word. I know it doesn't sound like something that's really all that big, but that that word i always when i ever talk to anybody it's what is your entrepreneur entrepreneur adventure so <laughs> i really appreciate hey, that i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad yeah. i really I, it feels good to have assurance when you say something cuz <laughs> in, in the back of my mind i'm like i don't know did i did i like make it too big <laughs> but i'm glad you you know you kind of you know you you understand where i'm coming from so absolutely it can never be too big i could tell you that so um, I'm going to ask you a question here. Now, what made you actually want to start doing this? What what was actually the thing that said, hey, this is for me? What what was that about? Um, I always like to, to work with my hands. Like I um, I like books. I read and I've, I've graduated, obviously, with doctorate degree. So I, I'm good with books, but I like doing like doing things with my hands. Since I was um, a little kid, my dad would do work around the house. Uh, he always, every summer, he would build uh, screens for our windows. And he always needed help. And my brothers didn't want nothing to do with it. They just want to be with their friends. And I I begged every year, let me help you. And he's like, you're totally little, you don't know. And then finally, he gave in and he let me help him. As to me, it means like great memories. Uh, it means independence. Uh, achievement. Uh, it just makes me feel good that to be able to do it, and it looks nice, and you know, 
I, I enjoy it. That's what it is, really. I really enjoy doing it. I can work long, long hours, and I'm very tired, but I still want to make it better. I want it to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? That's actually happens to me a lot, too. When I'm doing my my videos and audios like I'm doing here today, uh, when I go in to edit them and make sure they sound good and things like that, I get into this, what is, what's called flow. And what you lose track of time, you lose track of hunger, you lose track of everything because you want this to you want this to continue because you want to finish the job that you've started and that kind of thing. Right. And I I've been doing this for maybe two or three weeks. I've lost three pounds just because I've stopped eating. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's just that I, I get into this flow and I don't want to do anything else. I'm not looking at the time. And when I do yeah. look at the time, an hour or something's gone past, it's like, what just happened? You know, yeah. so there's actually a, a book called Flow um, that actually goes, digs really deep into that. Unfortunately, I can't remember the name and I will have the name of the uh, of the author of the book Flow in the show notes. But I have, that's one book that I would really dive into when you want to figure out what Flow is about. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, noti- I noticed earlier... Uh, just a few minutes ago, you talked about pitfalls and there was a lot of pitfalls and, and problems and struggles that you had. Can you, can you give me an example of, of a pitfall or a problem that you had when you were getting started? Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest hurdle was uh, to prove that I can do this. Um, I was surrounded with all guys doing the work and um, I, they were very respectful. Don't take me wrong. They were very respectful. They were just surprised. I mean, why are you doing this hard work? You can just go do, you know, nails, go do hair, go do, you know, do uh, like um, decorate uh, the house. You know, this is something not hard work. Why are you choosing this physical labor? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not belittling any of the examples I said. It's just that's what they were referring to as not hard work, like compared to construction work. And uh, they would always tell me, why are you doing this work? It's so hard for a woman. You know, you're delicate, you're, you're feminine, you're, but it. I just enjoy doing it I really do and I and I'm strong even though I'm a female but I I was stronger than some of the guys you know trying to disassemble you know f- uh, bathroom fixtures and they were kind of struggling with it or not fast enough and I was just going and, and I'm done <laughs> <laughs> and you know I enjoy doing it well I gotta tell you uh, there there really is no gender roles here when it comes to I mean I respect yeah. women and what they're capable of doing. And I can know, I know for a fact that there's a lot of women out there that could do twice the job I can. And I respect them highly for that. You know, right. I, just because you're a woman doesn't mean you can't do physical labor. I've seen, That's I've true. seen some women that would just, just get right in there and, and, you know, shovel, get dirty or anything like that, just yeah. as well, if not better than any man that I've seen. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, to be honest with you, I've worked in filthy buildings like buildings been, been they've been gutted and we're just doing prepping and um and it was filthy it was no electricity it was really hot it was no light we had to be creative put your phone light on hold your phone with one hand disassemble with another hand it's not it wasn't like they they weren't they didn't cater to me 
you know, because, oh, let's help her. No, 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 no. Everybody's on their own. Mm-hmm. You got you got this? Yes, I got this. And I have to figure it out, make it work. Just get it done. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, I commend you for, for your hard work and everything that you do to make things work for yourself and in your business. So uh, I'm going to transition to another question now. Um, uh, you talked a little bit about influences. And I was wondering if you had somebody that you looked up to or somebody that inspires you, that keeps you moving forward. Do you have an inspiration or somebody that you really look up to? You mean a person or a coach? Uh, like both. Let's do both. Why not? So, let's, let's let's talk about person first. You know what? I've uh, um, I've always, you know, I'm not against men. I don't want this to be like misunderstood, but I'm all for women. I'm a woman advocate and I want to see women do better. I want to see women succeed. I want them to fill the, you know, fulfill all their dreams. And um, it, if I look up to anything, it'll be like Michelle Obama, it'll be Oprah, it'll be somebody that I can't even remember the name right now, but I'm influenced by these figures, you know, they mm-hmm. made it and they struggled and they they came from, you know, poor environment or they they didn't, you know, people saw them like, no, they're not going to make it. You know what I mean? These type of people. Right, right. And Stan, Stan Lee was one of them too. And he's he's my hero as well after learning about him. You know, I didn't, honestly, didn't know that much about him, but I dived into his biography and, oh my God, you know, coming from a poor uh, uh, environment and made it the way he made it. He did jobs that probably, you know, People don't want to do them (laughs) just to get where he wanted. He just, he ventured, uh, you know, he ventured in life and he's just like, I'll do that. I'll do this. That's okay. And then he, you know, he went some route that he probably didn't think he would end there. Those people are my heroes. And if I, if I'm, if, if I'm going to say one thing, uh, like a, a wording that affects me or I believe in, there's so many of them, but the one that sticks in my head all the time is like people, one person, you know, they, you can't change the word. Let's be honest. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it'll be like, um, it's an imaginary thing. Like I'm, I'm Sahara. I am not going to go out there and be a hero and change the whole world. I, right. I don't think, but let's be realistic. You can't, but you know what you can do? You can change one person's world. Like this person has his own world. You can you can motivate that person. You can mentor that person. And, and that's a change. It's, imagine if you do that to so many people, you did change the world. You know, each person do their, you know, does their part and, and that will change the world. Yeah. And that's something that I kind of strive for when I'm doing these podcasts is I, I hope my, my hope and my dream is to just have one person listen to what we say on these podcasts and go, you know what? I can do that. Or, you know, I was thinking about it, but this, after hearing what he and, and Dr. Sarah said, I'm going to go do this because they said I can do it. And that's, if I can find out, say, Hey, aren't you DJ Scoob? And I'd be like, yes. Oh, thank you so much for, for saying this. That, that would, if I know I could change the life of that one person, that means my life is complete. So absolutely. Absolutely. I think mentors also, you kind of mentioned mentors. Mentors are really important. 
Um, I, it sounds like to me, your father was your mentor. Yes. Yes. And you know what? My, my dad, I was born and raised in middle East. And back then I'm talking about early seventies mm-hmm. back then, um, girls were, uh, sheltered and, and kept, you know, like don't do this and don't do that. And they were restricted to so many things you can't, you cannot do because of how society judges, uh, girls for doing things. They're not, it's not normal for them to do. And, uh, but my dad, since I was little, my dad didn't treat me like my, uh, my older sister. He thought he can depend on me and he, he smoked cigarettes. And I remember being five years old, my dad would give me the money and tell me, go my, go buy me a pack of cigarettes. Back then you could do that. You know, you could send your kid and he would buy, you know, you knew the guy at, you know, my dad knew him. They knew us. And they would sell it to you back then. And he <laughs> and my mom would go nuts. My mom used to hate it. Just like, she's only five and she's a girl. Don't send her out on the street. She's a girl. <laughs> and and my dad's like, oh, she'll be fine. She can protect herself. And, you know, and that gave me so much confidence. You know, I used to sit and listen to them argue when my dad gave me the money to go get him what he needed. <laughs> and, you know, that's. Sh- the corner store was right around the corner. I'm not talking about out in the street far away. It was really, really close. Right. But still, my my mom, you know, didn't think that it was appropriate. He should call his son to do it, not me. <laughs> well, it sounds like he had a lot of confidence in you and what you were capable of doing. So um, that's that's amazing. Sounds like you had a pretty good guy there for a dad. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So uh, I'm going to transition to a different question now. So I know you haven't been really open open for very long for business, but when will you know when you've made it, when you get to that point where you're saying, you know what, this is exactly where I wanted to be at this exact time. You know, when do you know yeah. you've made it? What, what does that look like to you when you've actually made it? You know what, if I say like, I made it, that's, that's, I don't know if that's ever going to end. I would say milestone. Milestone will be more accurate in my point of view. Like if I hit a my hitting a milestone, it, the goal is to be known as the the home remodelers to go to. Like I know there's so many of us out there, um, but I, you know, we we were in uh, Illinois. We we just moved to Florida about three three years ago, and uh, we were known there. Like it's a different kind of relation. It's not business paperwork. Uh, rigid rules. We're we're open. Tell mm-hmm. me, tell me what you want, and we we're very flexible. And that's uh, that will be a milestone when they say no, 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 no. We're not getting them. We're getting her because such and such said that she was amazing or she did this for us. She went the extra, and and that that will be that will be a big milestone. Yeah, that's actually that's amazing because word of mouth is uh, advertising is just so important when it comes to entrepreneurship because they'll skip by the big guys because and all these other people that might even be bidding lower than you, but yeah. still go with you because they heard from their friend, relative, anything like that that you do quality work and then you're dependable and you're consistent, and yeah. uh, they would go with that over something that might charge a little bit less and not have those actual qualities. So that, right. that's, a, that's, a, that's a really, and I'm glad you put the word milestone in there. And it's so funny that 
when I ask this question, everybody has something a little bit different to say. Yeah. Oh, really? I have somebody saying at one point, oh yeah, when I opened my first store, my first brick and mortar store, I'd have made it. And then I have somebody else to say, I'm never going to make it because that means that'll be the end. And I don't want it to end, which is probably, <laughs> probably where I'm at too. Cause I don't want this to end. I'm just getting started. And I feel like if I, if I say, okay, well I've made it, I finally made it. And it's like, well, now what, you know? So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You just grow, grow bigger, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. And uh-huh. I, and same thing for you too. You just grow bigger and, and more people notice yeah. you and suddenly you're hiring people to work for you instead of you working yeah. for your job, you right. know? So, and yeah. this is in the process, actually, this is, this is like, um, this is something we're working on this next two weeks. You know, oh, we already, okay. yeah, we already have two uh, employers coming in. We're just waiting for the the okay from the the partner, like that partnership for people we're subbing works work from, like a big company we're subbing work from. Oh right! Well, congratulations as a, as a contractor. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm going to give you a little different question here. If you just happen to run into somebody that's looking to do and have the same adventure or entrepreneur adventure, like I call it, as mm-hmm. you're having. What advice would you give? What would you say to them? What steps would you tell them to take? Honestly, I would tell them if you tried, like you run into walls, okay, or roadblock, okay, and you try something and it didn't work, that doesn't mean it is not going to work. It just means that you need to find another avenue to make it work. There are so many options out there. The mentality, the way you think inside your head makes a lot of difference in what you do. If you believe that there is a solution for this, I just didn't find it yet, you will come up with it. But if you feel like, well, I'm going to try this. If it doesn't work, then whatever. Then it didn't work. Right. Um, I know that uh, something I'm always hearing about is a man isn't defined by what he does, but what actions he takes after what happens happens. So when I run oh, into that wow. roadblock, when I run into that roadblock, if I am just say okay and throw my hands up in the air and say okay, I'm done. That's it. I really am a failure. But right, instead of saying just holding, my, throwing my hands up and saying I'm a failure, I say okay. Well, how do we get around this? Then you're not right. a failure. It's a learning. It's a it's a learning process at that particular point. A learning curve, however you want to say it, a way to learn something new, something different, and a new way to get around. So when you come across that roadblock again, or you come into somebody that's run into that same roadblock as you, you could say, "Hey, try this, and see right. if that works for you." And now you're helping other people at the same time as you're helping yourself, and everybody wins. So, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So this this might actually be a good question for you. Sometimes this question doesn't work out, but I think this would be a good question for you. <laughs> so if uh, if I'm looking to hire somebody to do the same thing as the renovations, same as you, and I have two other people I'm looking at besides you that's charging the same amount of money and has mm-hmm. the same amount of credentials as you do, mm-hmm. what would you do to set yourself apart from these other two people? Uh, the intention behind doing the work that will set me apart. My intention is to make, to fulfill their dream. Like people want to renovate their kitchen. I know how it feels to get it, to make it the way you want to. 
My goal is not to make the dollar. Yes, of course, I'm in business to make money. I'm not going to lie. But my intention is get the kitchen or the the bathroom or however renovation they want to do to the house the way they dreamt it. Can you imagine they dreamt something and you made it happen? Can you imagine that? How would that make them feel? Like every time they look at it, they would say they made it happen. I'm so happy. It looks beautiful. It's exactly like I imagined it. And that's, that's my intention when I do the work. It's not the money. It's not growing my business. Really the bottom line is I want to fill their dream. I want them to look at it. It's like, that's exactly how I pictured it. Wow. That's powerful. Well, you're, you're hired. (laughs) 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 All right. You could actually, you know, I'm sure you've watched these shows on television where people actually do that. You could probably, you could have your own television show doing it as powerful as you feel about that. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a different question here. Uh, and, uh, like I, I usually say this too, is I, I borrowed this from another podcast, so <laughs> I'm going to kind of borrow <laughs> it here, but what is the one question you wish I would have asked you, but didn't, I would say why construction, you know, for me being, uh, it, it is, it is not common to have that. I mean, there, there are a lot of, um, the females that run construction companies, but doing the, the work, you know, they manage, they do that, but you know, them diving into doing the the actual work. That's not like, I, I haven't seen it. I know I haven't seen everything, but to me, it's not common. I don't know if like how many people would agree with me, but to me, in my point of view, this is not common. So the question will be, why, why do this work? Why? So that, uh, you know, I thought you would ask me that. <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you what I'm asking you now. Can you give me an answer to your question? Um, I just would say, uh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity is there. The law doesn't say I can't do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm the type of person who don't care what people say. <laughs> That's good. Thank you so much for that. I've, we got the, got through that. <laughs> that Next time I talk to you, I'll make sure to ask that question, okay? Okay. okay. I'm going to have a different answer then. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's. Well, that's what I was going to ask you this question, then maybe we, that'll lead into the something about that. So you, you said you had a couple of things working, which is great. Uh, in the next six months, where do you see yourself? And where do you see your company? Okay, in the next six months, the plan is for me to get the GC, the general contractor license. Uh, I have not earned that yet. I was busy doing my doctorate degree. That's why I had to put up and hold that had. I started that first and I had, it had to finish first. Mm-hmm. The, the second uh, goal that lines up with that is um, hire more employees, which will be great <laughs> because a lot of people, you know, have the skills, but they can't find jobs for some other reason. So that will be six months from now. How many employees do you think you'd want to have in the next six months? I mean, can you give us a number or something? Close? I, um, I would say now we're three. Mm-hmm. It's me. I have I have a business partner. You know, he didn't want. He doesn't like uh, internet or Zoom meeting or any of that stuff. He's more laid back and he's comfortable that way. So, um, so now we're we're three. Mm-hmm. 
And then I can see ourselves for six months from now having another three. That will be that will be the goal. You know, more we're gonna you know contract more work, so it'll be eight of us, total eight. Okay, so it sounds like you're gonna, you want to have six employees underneath you, and then seven eight. So that'd be yeah. you and your and your, uh, your business partner. Yes. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. In six months, I'm actually going to follow up with you. We're going to do another right. interview. <laughs> and I want to mm-hmm. I want to see that you have another three employees underneath you and your contractor's license. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So at this point, I want you to kind of identify what you're doing. Give us your uh, website. Give us your email, any of that info, contact information. Okay, this is your time to shine. Okay, Dr. Sarah. All right, so, thank you. Ready, go. Okay, so uh, the company name is Home Remodeling Remedies LLC. You can find us on Facebook, and uh, our uh, website is homeremodelingremedies.com. We're also on LinkedIn. All right, that's good. So hopefully. You know, some maybe someday, sometime, somebody will listen to this and contact you. That's kind of one of the goals I have for you is to help you along in your in your uh, entrepreneur venture. Okay? Oh man, that will be great. Okay, now uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me at piano tie entertainment at gmail dot com, uh, and I usually answer pretty quickly on my emails as long as I don't have twenty or thirty of them coming in all at once. <laughs> Uh, anything that we discussed here today will be in show notes. So I'll make sure to get those up for you. Uh, Dr. Sarah, thank you again very much for coming in and uh, talking to us for a little while. And uh, we hope the best for you. And we'll follow up with you in six months. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jesse. Good luck to you too. All right. Thank, thank you, school believers. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Dr. Sahara. Uh, she was definitely an interesting person to actually talk to, and I actually had a lot of fun interviewing her. So I like the fact that she's really not interested in changing the entire world and how she talks about changing one person's world and making that her top priority. Because if you change enough people's world, then maybe you are actually changing the world just a little bit for everybody. So I also like the fact that she talks about milestones instead of actually making a major accomplishment or having made it. I really think that's a great way to kind of think about your goals and how to set them for yourself instead of saying, hey, I finally made it to this point where instead saying, hey, I made it to this milestone. What's my next one? So that's great. I love the fact also that she actually talks about her intention at work, how she really strives herself to work really hard on what she does to make people's dreams come true. All right. So now into our next little thing, I want to give you a little update about my adventure in trying to book a speaker, Chris Brogan. All right. So I am doing some shopping around and because of where I live, uh, there's a lot of actual theaters kind of like that put on shows, live music festivals and things like that. So 
I thought about looking into one of those instead of just getting the convention center. And I talked to a lady who was actually very interested in having a speaker at their theater. So I told her exactly what I was looking for and what my expectations were. And she told me that they actually do things like that quite often. And they have a special price for people that want to do things like weddings and speaking engagements. So for the theater and AV equipment and ushers and concessions, it was $5,500 for all that. So we actually have gone from 11000 to 8000 to $5,500. I think this is a place that we're going to go. So now that we've had that finally kind of squared away, our next step is going to be talking to a corporate sponsor. Now, I actually have somebody in mind at the restaurant that I work at because apparently she actually takes time off of work to go to special events and to speakers and to motivational speaker shows. So I'm hopefully she'll kind of have a special place in her heart for something like this. So, all right, enough of that. And I think we are going to end the show here. Thanks for taking the time to listen to me all the way through. And please don't forget to leave me a five-star review if you feel like you could do so. And if you like what you're listening to and you want to hear more, please support me by going to my donation page. It's on my website, which is uepodcast.net. If you want to reach me directly, you can contact me on my Twitter, which is at DJ Scoob. That's S-K-O-O-B 2021. And if you want to reach me via email, please contact me at uepodcast2021 at gmail.com. And on my website, if you'd like to join my email list so I can keep you informed of any changes, any new things that are coming out, or when you'd like to know when my next podcast is going to be, please go to my website and join my email list. Okay, everybody, have a great day and take care of yourself out there. And we love you. Thank you. <laughs> Hello there, DJ Scoob here. And I just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program. I really hope you learned something. Tune in in two weeks to listen to another brand new entrepreneur. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now. I've seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.